Welcome to the Ever Evolving Podcast. I'm your host, Grace Weatherly, a women's mindset and embodiment coach. From this podcast, you can expect real-life, raw and relatable topics and conversations with both myself and guests sharing powerful and personal experiences, lessons and tools in order for you to feel seen, inspired and even more equipped to enhance all areas of your unique life. My intention is for you to come to listen, learn and connect, especially and most importantly, to the true you. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, welcome to another episode. Today we are going to be diving into the theme of self-trust, especially in regards to relationships and making big decisions. This episode has stemmed from a story I put up on Instagram yesterday (laughs) sharing about some things I used to do. And to give a, yeah, a brief summary in case you haven't seen the post. I basically highlighted this behavior I used to do where I would excessively Google everything, including questions I would have around my relationship. Now, this would span from small, insignificant seeming questions, lighthearted questions, to deeper (laughs) philosophical very personal questions that of course Google could not answer and for me this was a big issue without me even realizing it not necessarily the impact it would have on my relationship or anything like that, but just simply the sheer fact that I was seeking answers that I already had within me from something external, aka giving away my power from a space of not believing in myself and trusting myself enough to one, be clear on what was actually true for me and that I did already have likely pretty much nine times out of ten clarity on what I wanted to do or felt like was the decision I wanted to make or yeah felt was true and right for me in my situation I was in but I wouldn't want to listen to it I wouldn't trust it I wouldn't believe it I would doubt it I would question it and I would just turn to Google to try and either confirm that I was right, that this should be the decision I should make, everything's going to be fine, or to seek confirmation that I didn't need to lean into or do what I deep down knew I needed to do. And this doesn't just apply for Google. Some other ways that I would do this would be through social media. Feel like relationship 
advice has blown up through social media for the most part with obviously good intentions. However, no one knows you or your relationship. And from my experience, (laughs) reading and consuming various generic relationship advice no matter what platform it's on really can do more harm than good because it's not you it's not your relationship they don't know you and if you're already in a position where you're not deeply trusting yourself and what you know to be true and you're potentially making decisions not for and from yourself but from others and giving away your power and not believing in your ability to make powerful aligned decisions and you're overthinking things and everything like that you're going to be more easily swayed by these external contributions and opinions and perspectives and what likely would happen for you and happen for me is you end up in this space of feeling like you're a, a, a really weak tree and a gust comes in and you get blown around from side to side. It's this chaos in your brain of what, what is true, what is the right decision, what is the way to go about things because there are so many different perspectives that you've been listening to, whether it's from Instagram, whether it is from Google whether it is from your friends and family. This wasn't necessarily super big for me, but I had experienced it. And I know a lot of my clients experienced this with relationship advice from friends and family that is simply not helpful. It's just their friends and their families own perspective and opinion and often not actually what is true for you not actually what you want to be doing but when it is your friends and your family if you hold them to a high regard and there's also these perspectives on you know your family knows what's best and You know, you should listen to your friends because they have this outside perspective and they want what's best for you. But for a lot of people, your friends are likely very opinionated and want to say what they have to say without realizing that maybe it's not actually helpful and it is more so just their opinion. So anyway, that was the gist of the posts I put up and essentially around the fact that yeah seeking this external confirmation for me was massively giving away my power and leading to more disconnect and more distrust in my relationship and even potentially more importantly within myself as a woman and that's what If you're doing these things too, that's what it creates. Even though 
the desire behind it is because likely you are wanting more connection. You're wanting things to be more beautiful and expansive in your relationship. But there's this underlying sense of wanting it to just be easier, wanting to have that and get there without having to do what you need to do, whether it's opening up deeply to your partner about maybe something you lied about, maybe something that you've been holding in and haven't told them, maybe something that you've done that could potentially end the relationship. Or maybe it is a part of you that you realized you've held back and it feels massively stretchy for you to now show up as that and express this part of yourself to them after all this time or whatever the fear and story is yeah you're wanting things to be great in your relationship but there is this sense of how can I get that how can I be there and experience that and things be nice and fine without having to do that thing without having to look at that thing um, without having to make this big decision myself and do it myself And clearly, that is not possible. I'm here to pop your bubble. (laughs) Pop your bubble, is that the saying? Don't think it is. Anyway, I'm here to break the news to you that it's not possible and you're going to keep searching and getting more and more confused and more and more distant from connection in relationships and connection within yourself the more you outsource your power and connecting into what you know and what is true for you because you are a unique person and your relationship is unique so what this episode is about is I'm here to share the key things that I did and the approach I took in order to shift from that place of yeah, really struggling to make powerful decisions and to trust myself and back myself to lean into what I needed to do um, and staying in this, yeah, disempowered, disconnected place and, yeah, to then step into a completely different space of immense self-trust, even deeper connection and love and all of those things in my relationship but that's stemming from creating that within myself and the first one I will start on is spending more time (laughs) with and on myself and If you were someone that saw my stories and you were keen on this episode and you're hoping that I just had this magic thing that I was going to give you uh, (laughs) for things to still be easier, that is not the case either. I will just caveat that now before I continue because the only way out of this space and to change this space is through and the exact things that you're nervous to look at, nervous to feel, resisting, doing and actioning and changing are going to be the biggest places 
for changes and transformation in what you're experiencing within yourself and within your relationship or relationships. So the first one is, yeah, spending more time on and with myself. Especially more time than I was spending on socials, on YouTube, on Google. I don't know about you, but I used to pedestal these, I suppose you could call them influencers, and their lives and their relationships. And I would, I would be following them, not even because I actually got anything from them bar the comparison. They weren't necessarily actually inspiring or any of these things. It was almost vicariously living through them and how their life was and how their relationship seemed. But this is just a reminder that you don't know the behind the scenes of their relationship. And I'll get more into this a bit later on. But yeah, spending more time doing things that helped me deepen my connection, my knowing and understanding of myself. One more time than I was watching others and consuming things from other people. And allowing myself to start getting really clear on what was actually true for me. And when I say this, I of course do not just mean what was true for me in my current beliefs and perspectives because be mindful that things can be massively warped due to fears, due to conditioning, due to your beliefs and there can obviously be unresourceful beliefs there but getting really clear on okay the bigger picture what was true for me in the situation I was in And moving forward, what do things look like? Now, the second thing I did was working with a mentor for two key reasons. And it it supported me in two key ways. So the first way is around modeling. And what I mean by modeling is as humans, we are inevitably always modeling someone. So you would be modeling someone or people for your finances and money in your life. You will be modeling people around your health and your wellness. You will be modeling people around your relationship. And if you're not consciously choosing who you are modeling then you're likely going to be modeling people that you don't actually want to be modeling and this is where the piece I was speaking on earlier ties in around watching influencers and people on social media and comparing your relationship to theirs or modeling these small pieces that you see and these snippets that you see on social media that are not real life. And if the people you spend a majority of your time with in person aren't people that have 
thriving relationships and you're not consciously choosing people to model that have the belief systems, the identities and the ways that they show up and relate in their relationships that align with how you want to be in your relationship and with what you do want to be experiencing, then of course you are not going to be able to create what you do desire. So when I was choosing my mentor and working with my mentor, that was a key area of getting in the space of a mentor that had a relationship that was aligned with the type of relationship that I was working towards experiencing. So they could get deeper into their world and how they show up and how they do things to learn and apply it in my own world. To spend that more time in someone's energetic space and, you know, as well within their relationship to see how things work and to actually more intimately know someone and people that are in relationships that are actually aligned to what I want. And so this is a yeah key piece that it's so important to check in with on who around you, not people on social media, because you don't see the background and I can guarantee you a lot of people on social media because I got pulled into this trap in the past. A lot of people on social media don't have the relationship behind scenes like they put out to the world. It's easy to put on a show. I've done it in the past. And even my relationship, you don't get a, a big picture insight into my relationship in the way that there isn't actually much that I post about my relationship and everything that goes on behind the scenes in order to be where we actually are and be showing up and experiencing what we are currently experiencing. So even comparing your relationship to my relationship off face value of social media doesn't give you a great insight and indicator on what what it actually looks like, what it actually is, how you can create that. And of course, I'm going to be sharing more and I'm going to be recording podcasts and it's it's going to be helpful, but it is not the same as someone in your in your world to model off, to be in their world, to be in your world. So really checking in with, okay, well, look at your family, look at your friends, the people you work with, the people you spend the most time around and just check in with, do these people from what you know actually have relationships that you would want to, in your own way, recreate or model off? And if not, these would these would not be people <laughs> that I would be getting relationship advice from or sharing much about my relationship to potentially get unsolicited advice from, especially in the building phases of this self-trust. So that was a key reason for me in, yeah, getting a mentor and modeling their behaviors, the way that they, yeah, their beliefs and their values around relationships. That's the key piece. And the second reason around working with a mentor around this was, I mean, of course, the support in deepening the belief 
and trust in myself, the belief in my own truth, building that trust and belief from a really holistic space and with someone in my corner that can help me see the things I can't see. Inevitably, as humans, we cannot see our own stuff clearly. And this was incredibly supplementive in both spending less time consuming other people's stuff, connecting in more to myself, and then having the support in seeing even clearer. Seeing what stories and fears and beliefs were there that were blocking me from acknowledging what was underneath the surface, from seeing what was underneath the surface, from seeing the ways that I had been showing up and acting that were not allowing me to receive, to create, to actually experience the relationship that I was deeply wanting. I do not sit here now in the relationship I'm in recording this podcast with the insights I have without having someone else to show me too. I don't work with my clients and give them this outside perspective from a place of not having it done the exact same thing for me. There's nothing that I, there's nothing that I speak on that I have not gone through myself multiple times or at deep, deep depth. And so working with a mentor in, yeah, actually deepening the belief in myself, in my truth, in my ability to make decisions for myself, not from a, not from a space of, again, they have their place, but affirmations and this surface level approach, it's, it's going to the depth. It's looking at the pieces that I didn't want to look at. It's having the external support in doing those things that I hadn't been able to on my own and beforehand. Because as much as we all pretty much, especially if you're a decently aware human, as much as we want to be able to see it all ourselves and just move through it all ourselves, if there is something that you you know whether on a legitimate you-know-it-all level or a you-can-sense-it level, there's something limiting you from trusting yourself, from making decisions with certainty, from, yes, something stopping you from not Googling and listening to all this random and generic relationship advice over yourself. If something's stopping you from doing that and you haven't been able to change it, there's a reason for that. And it might not actually be a big reason or mean that you're not aware anymore because you can't realize it or see it. It just might not be something you can see. It might just be something you need someone else outside of you holding the space, mirroring back to you, hey, <laughs> what what is going on here? And for you to just suddenly see it clearly and not only see it, but to do something about it to start making completely different decisions for yourself, to start showing up completely differently than you've been showing up. And I feel a great example of this is 
in my experience, for me, there was a lot that was blocking me in terms of the past, past things that had happened within my relationship that were causing me to not be able to see my own stuff. I was going external. I was looking at my partner and my relationship over what was actually present within me. So let's say, for example, you have had either in your current relationship or a past relationship, someone that has broken your trust, whether in a big way or a seemingly small way. And there's now a part in you that doesn't want to fully trust, is scared to trust, is scared that you'll be hurt again. And this blocks you from seeing where in yourself you're not trusting yourself. Being able to focus on them and what they do and don't do and how they are and aren't showing up is a great way to yeah, avoid and have something else to focus on than yourself. And without even realizing it, that is the the easier way that a lot taken that I took. Not knowingly, of course. But when it comes to trust, many people miss out on looking internally at depth. Because at the key point for me that this was happening under the surface in a way I couldn't see was a time that I was claiming and genuinely on the surface had convinced myself that I had moved through the trust stuff. I'd moved past it. I was done with it until my incredible mentor helped me see how I hadn't. And if you've done personal development or you're in that world to any degree, which I dare say pretty much everyone listening to this is, it's easy to get caught up in that place where you do a bit of work around something, maybe on your own, especially. And you're like, no, I'm all good around this. I'm equipped. I've done the things. I'm all good. And you work on convincing yourself you're done with it because you believe you should be done with it. It's been long enough now or X amount of time has passed or It's getting to the point where you shouldn't be caring about it anymore. And so you start convincing yourself that you're done with it. But this only increases the level of, yeah, not being able to trust in yourself. And then there's still the block there. You can't see it anymore because you've pushed it down and you're not wanting to see what's actually there. And you, so then you can't see. And this external person is just beyond valuable in that journey of seeing what, seeing the bigger picture as someone that is not in it. Invaluable. <laughs> and the last main piece that I, I want to say around this that is really important to note is through all of the journey and through all of the, I suppose, steps, not that there were 
set steps that I can give you like step one, step two. But like I've gone through in this episode around, you know, spending more time on self and then working with a mentor. They all happened intertwined. And amongst it all, one of the biggest pieces was taking the actions, was actually making decisions as I was moving along, not waiting until some imaginary time when I felt 100% certain in myself, 100% certain on this was the right decision. Because if you're resonating with this episode and with what I'm speaking about, there's a high chance that you're a bit of an overthinker and likely have some perfectionist tendencies. (laughs) And so there's a part that gets you caught up in wanting to be 100% certain before you do something, wanting to know that you are making the right decision and that you won't regret it, that it's not the wrong decision, that you're not going to hurt anyone and people pleasing and these other pieces that sort of pop up sneakily throughout this. And with those things having been present for you, you won't be able to build deeper self-trust and belief in yourself and your ability to make decisions without making decisions. There's a incredible, I suppose you call it quote that uh, one of my mentors and coaches, Tom Clark mentioned to me very early on and it stuck with me. And it's, it's this sense of a lot of people think you feel the feeling and then you do the thing you feel motivated. Then you go out and go for a run, but it's actually do the thing, then feel the feeling. You don't wait till you feel motivated. You go for the run and then you will likely feel more motivated. And it is the same with building self-trust and belief in yourself and connection to yourself. You don't wait until you 100% believe in yourself and trust yourself to make a decision. You make decisions, then you realize more and more and you get more and more proof of how much you can trust yourself, how much you can believe in yourself and also You will continue to get more proof and evidence of how much you can hold and back yourself. Because let's say you make a decision and it, in hindsight, maybe wasn't the best decision. One, you can't realize that or learn that unless you make the decision. (laughs) And two, it's through trials and tests and adjusts and going on journeys that we realize how okay we are through anything. And that is, I suppose, the final piece here in that one of the biggest things that held me back and this may be true for you is a deeper fear and lack of belief and knowing that I would be okay no matter what, that things would be okay no matter what. And I could only ever get to this place I'm in now where I know (laughs) no matter what, not even just in relationships, but it's big in relationships, no matter if my husband Jake and I ended 
I would be so fine. I'd, I'd hold myself. I'd have myself. And if anything happens in business, like I know I can handle anything. And the key piece that got me from the place of not believing that and not deep down knowing that to here is by getting in and experiencing situations that had me realize that that had me stretched to my limits of, okay, I actually have to genuinely look now on the potential of this happening. Not just worrying about what if it did genuinely, the best word I can think of right now is entertain, but yeah, entertain the concept and the idea of what if this did happen? It's, it's staring me right in the face. Like if this is the decision and if this is it, well, hang on. Okay. Well, I actually, at the end of the day, I'll be, I'll be fine. Things will work out. I will make things work. I've always got myself and I trust and believe in myself enough to know that, to know that whatever decision I make, even if I realize it's the wrong one in hindsight, I'm going to learn from it. I'm going to grow from it and I'm going to make the most and the best of any situation. And I really want to share that with you because I feel like there's many of you that maybe are holding back on making decisions and making changes and having conversations and being vulnerable and being yourself in your relationships because deep down you're not sure and you don't necessarily have the proof because you've held back. You don't have the proof that you will be okay that you've got yourself, that everything will actually be fine no matter what, that you will back yourself, you'll make things work. So if there's anything you take from this, let it be that. You need to lean into the things and experience the tests and the challenges and being stretched in order to realise Things will be okay. You've got yourself and you're way more, yeah, powerful and probably stable than you realize. And you'll only build that the more actions you take, the more decisions you make. And you'll you'll build the belief and the trust and back yourself in order to be able to make more and more impactful and bigger decisions, not just in your relationship but within your own life because you'll trust and believe in yourself with lots of proof not just in decisions but in whatever happens from them too yeah so that's a wrap up of this episode I'm going to close it there and feel free to shoot me a message letting me know how this landed for you what you thought of it and feel free to share with anyone that you feel needs to also hear this and would benefit from hearing this episode. Goodbye for now and I will catch you on the next episode.